0: Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident, and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. And today I, I have to say, I'm glad I'm here, but more importantly, I'm stunned that I'm here because this episode marks one year of recording this podcast. And I let's be honest, I didn't know if I'd make one year. I didn't even know if I'd make one month, but this has been such an amazing journey that I I really didn't even know I'd be taking. As many of you know, This all was born out of listening to other podcasts, in particular, my friend Jill Kalman's podcast, Welcome Home to the Suburbs, who I met through a mentorship group. And when listening to hers and how she was communicating through voice and not just through words in a blog, I thought, there's my medium, there's my platform. Any of you listening who may know me personally know I'm a talker, and I'm sure you're getting that impression of me through this podcast. But I feel intonations, I feel inflections in voice is so critical to getting across the actual point in which you're trying to make. And so I find even texts are challenging for me because sometimes if I'm in a rush, I write them quickly, and they almost come across as curt or aloof, and that wasn't the intention. So I had written countless blog drafts that were intended to go on my website. There's actually a quote page on my website that's never been published meant for these blog posts, and I would read them, and I would edit them, and then I'd read them again, and then I'd edit them again, and they were so buttoned up and so grammatically correct that they just, to me, fell flat. And let's be honest, what I'm discussing is not salacious gossip. It's not something you're going to reach for at the checkout line in the grocery store to skim through and see what happens next. I mean, what I am talking about and what I want everyone to learn from this podcast is the nuts and bolts of running a renovation project. And while my my friends at HGTV can make it more entertaining than what I experience on a day-to-day basis in my work, it is important to get this message across. And I have found that this podcast, this medium is perfect for this, right? You can hear when I get excited. You can hear when I get serious. You know when there is something that you should take notes on and hopefully you know when there's just stories to listen to and absorb information from. And so I seriously cannot believe that I am celebrating 1 year of this podcast and I'm even more stunned by the hundreds and hundreds of people that are listening. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome and and please go back and listen to some of the episodes because we take dives in all directions. But what I want to focus on today is is what I've learned on this amazing journey this past year. And trust me, many of the things I learned, I never expected. And things I thought I would learn, I never played a role. So again, this whole journey, I could never have scripted in the beginning as to the the path I have taken. But because of all of you, because of the feedback I've gotten from, from friends locally who I know are listening and I'll run into and they'll make a few comments here or there, to those who email me, to those who DM me, this has been such important information to help guide the path of this podcast. So please do not stop doing that. And for those of you talking to me in your car as you're listening, because I know a lot of you are listening in the car, feel free, share those thoughts with me. Now, trust me, I am a podcast in the car listener myself. And there are times when I mean to reach out to someone. And frankly, by the time I turn the car off and get somewhere close to a computer, that thought is long gone. And and I hear you. I Trust me, that is me. But it is important. It has driven specific topics, specific episodes that are near and dear to issues that you are going through. So please take full advantage of this podcast. It really is something that I want to be as interactive as possible, even in this strange format where I am talking to you, but I can't see you and can't hear an immediate reaction. And for those of you who have listened for a while, you know that I struggle with that because I am in a client-facing business, right? I show a client something, they, I have an immediate reaction to it. I tell a contractor something, there's an immediate reaction. So having this delay and or lack of reaction to things that I say has been challenging. But I think it's also made me grow as an educator because I have to make things so clear because I don't have the immediate feedback in order to double down on one topic or further explain another. But what I really want to discuss today is the fact that this podcast was built for consumers. It was designed for homeowners who were struggling through their own renovation projects, who wanted more information but didn't know where to get it, who took on projects that didn't necessarily go as they had planned, but they thought there was a better way of doing it. Those were my people. That's who I was talking to because that is who I talk to in my daily business. But then designers showed up. And I know you've heard me say this before. I, in the beginning, thought Maybe they were just checking me out, seeing what I was up to, but I was so far off base on that. The designers were showing up because they too wanted more information about home renovation projects. Their clients were asking for this service from them, and some were willing to take the plunge and figure it out along the way. Some weren't willing to do that and said, no, thank you. And some just didn't know what to do, and so they froze in the moment. And so I added designers to my audience happily. Anyone who listens to me knows how important the interior design industry is to me, and it has been through lots of ebbs and flows. And I've weathered those stages for the last 28 years, soon to be 29, which totally freaks me out, by the way. And I wanted to share that knowledge with designers because anything that elevates my industry to a point of being seen as a profession and not just, let's be fair, a hobby, because I've heard that countless times, what a fun thing to do for a living. Well, Of course, there are elements of my job that are fun, but this is a profession. And the designers who reach out to me, the designers who are listening, it is their profession as well. So I added them in as a listener. I added content that was specific to their needs, but fear not. If you are a homeowner and you may see a title of one of the episodes that's geared towards a designer, go ahead and listen. First of all, Welcome to the club. You can get some inside information that a designer will take to their own projects. And of course, you will learn the same tips and tricks that a designer will be using on their clients' projects. So please feel free to listen to all of the episodes, right? I'm never going to turn you off an episode. There is always something to learn in each and every episode. And if you hear me repeating things, it's because they're really important. And it's something that I don't want to just say once and have people miss that episode and think it's not of importance because the steps and stages of a renovation project act like dominoes. If one goes down, it can knock down a whole bunch of others before you figure it out and put your hand in there to stop the next domino from falling. So please listen along to all of them. And that goes for the designers. If you see an episode with a title that looks more consumer-based, definitely listen to that. Because that's what I see homeowners struggling with. And your clients are homeowners. So obviously, you should know what their fears are, where their confusion starts, and then how you can jump in and add the knowledge and confidence that they are lacking in that moment. So my goal with this podcast is to embrace anyone, quite frankly, who is running a renovation project, whether that is the homeowner taking their own project on, or whether it's a designer who is taking on renovation projects for their clients and likely managing more than one at a time. And trust me, there is a whole host of other issues that comes into play when you're managing multiple projects at the same time. But in specific What I have been hearing from homeowners, and please again, reach out to me if I miss something here. But the information I get back is that you all are looking for the basics the how to. How do I get started? How do I find the right contractor? How do I create the budget that actually will reflect the costs of the project I want to do? How do I set up the project for success? And good God, What do I do during the project? Is my role just to keep the house as clean as possible and stay out of the way of the contractors? Well, anyone who's been listening knows that is a hard no. You have a role in any job that you take on in your house, whether it's painting one room, adding an addition, or gutting something. There is a role for the homeowner, and I really, truly cannot say that enough, and those who have been listening for a while are rolling their eyes because they hear me say this all the time, and I'm okay with that, but I want you to see yourself not as a client, but as a team member because as a client, you will be in a reactionary position, and I want you to be in a proactive position throughout the entirety of your project. And then, of course, they want to learn the structure that a project takes. And now, there isn't a A, B, C, D, E in every single project, but there is a general structure that every project takes. And that is an important thing for people to understand. One, so that they have an understanding of what they're signing up for. Two, they can hold some accountability to the team if it does veer off course. And three, it helps with the emotional stages of any project that, trust me, you will all go through. So these are critical topics that I cover inside this podcast. And then in general, both consumers and designers are looking for confidence. It is and it will remain challenging to be the only girl on the job site You know I won't fool you into thinking otherwise. There are times still that I am uncomfortable being the only girl on the job site, but I can assure you nobody on that job site knows it but me in that moment because I know how to pull it off. I know the steps to take. I know what to do to create that level of confidence so that I quickly become a full-fledged team member, no matter who the guys are that I'm working with. But this is normal, and I can't say it enough. It is normal to feel uncomfortable as the only girl on the job site. So stick around. These episodes, they help break down those nerves by replacing them with knowledge. And knowledge is how you will build your confidence. And that goes for the designers as well. Because to be frank, the client has a leg up on a designer on any renovation project because they are seen as the person paying the bills. A designer isn't seen in that position. A designer is seen as a team member immediately. And trust me, most contractors are not seeing that as a positive. And I know I'm not telling anyone anything they haven't felt or heard before. So there is a level of confidence and knowledge that's required in order to solidify yourself as a value add to the team. And that's where the critical moment is. If a team sees an interior designer as a value add to them, the rest of the project will be smooth. It just will. But that is not easy to do with certain teams. And I have been a part of those teams. So designers and homeowners share that need and that desire to have the confidence, but also designers want to know the basics. There are so many interior designers that have spent most of their career just decorating. And therefore, when that client asks, the designer to help them take on a renovation project, there's an intimidation factor that the interior designer doesn't quite know what to do, doesn't know the steps, doesn't know the processes and systems that they'll need inside their own offices to make that a smooth project for their client. So more often than not, they're bowing out of the project or maybe worse, they're taking it on and stumbling their way through. Now that sometimes can be successful, but more often than not, The awkwardness reads through. Clients and contractors pick up on that. And unfortunately, it can be costly for designers who will make mistakes along the way and then have to eat the expenses in order to remedy the mistakes. So this is something that we just can't have happen. We can't have designers losing money running renovation projects. That just doesn't make any sense. And more importantly, and more selfishly, I can't have designers faking it until they make it. That just isn't a winning situation and it hurts the industry as a whole. So, my goal is to share as much of my knowledge and experience as possible from the other side of the coin, from running the projects and not being a homeowner. And in doing so, elevating the designer's knowledge and confidence. So, none of that happens. They don't lose money. They don't embarrass themselves. They don't stumble through. And quite frankly, leading into the next thing that designers are always looking for from me is how they market themselves. Well, there's your first tip. If you are running a renovation project successfully with a contractor, that contractor will want you on another job. It's that simple. And so if you get it right the first time, there's your first lead. And that lead could last for the next 10 years because chances are that contractor isn't retiring anytime soon. So the value of knowledge to gain That experience is critical for designers to get and to get right. So how are we going to move forward in the new year? I have so many exciting things planned. You all love the interviews I did this past year. Sneak peek, there's more to come. I think it's amazing to bring in these other voices in peripheral industries within the industry that can add so much information and perspectives that they are a great addition to the podcast. So if you're a designer listening and you want to get on this podcast, email me. Love to talk to you. To be honest, two of the women that I interviewed this past year reached out to me. It was amazing. I loved their perspective. They let me know, hey, I like what you're doing. Here's what I could add. And I read it and I said, Absolutely. This would be amazing for my listeners. Both homeowners and designers could learn so much from their own unique perspective. So please reach out if there is something that could be added to this podcast to fill out the knowledge even further. I would completely welcome that. But more important, I want to say as a thank you for sticking around, for listening to my ums and whoops and flaws. And thankfully, I have an amazing editor who takes out the majority of them and makes me look a lot more polished than I sometimes feel at the end of a raw episode. So here's what I want to do. I want to talk to you. I want to get on a call with you. I want to hear about your specific projects, your specific needs, your specific issues. And that goes for homeowners and designers. If you will rate and review this podcast, take a screenshot of it and email it to me at renee at I will get on a call with you. It's that simple. We will go over whatever it is that you're struggling with And I will happily steer you in the right direction, whether that's giving you questions to go back to your contractor about or how to button up a budget deficit that you've just discovered, or for a designer, how to work with a difficult client or a difficult contractor. (laughs) Well, that actually can go for homeowners and designers. Really, it doesn't matter what you want to discuss. I love getting on calls with people. I can promise you that I think they'll go one way and we end up a whole different other way, but they are such productive calls. So that's what I want to offer to you as a thank you for your support, for your interest, for your feedback. I'd love if you would rate and review it, take a screenshot of it, and email it to me. And we'll set up that call in the new year. But in the meantime, we are going into Thanksgiving week and I want you all to have an amazing, hopefully fun-filled, family-filled, food-filled holiday because we have all earned it this year, haven't we? So no holding back. I want all of the turkey, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, the sweet potatoes, anything you want to eat, anything you want to eat, as far as I'm concerned, nothing counts on Thanksgiving. But the most important thing is to relax, take the day, rest up. My father once said to me, Renee, how can you be creative when you're so exhausted? And the truth of the matter is, you can't. So for designers, hear that. You can't be creative when you're exhausted. And given the year we've been working through, everybody's exhausted. And homeowners, you also need to be on your game when you're running a renovation project So you need that rest. I can promise you it's the one day you won't see a contractor. And I have contractors who are working Wednesday and they're working Friday. So damn it, I'm going to be working a little on Wednesday and Friday. But I can assure you it's going to be very minimal because rest is important. So please in closing, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I can't thank you enough for being on this ride with me. I can't wait to see where it takes us in 2022. And I look forward to all the emails from all of you who want to jump on a call and solve some issues. Thank you, as always, for listening. This wouldn't be possible without all of you. And I look forward to our next time together. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone as I assure you we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.deviniedesign.com. Thanks for listening. And I hope to hear from you soon.